Recorded live. Hello, 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 everybody. Hello, this is Brandy, Brandy with an IE, and Lauren with an E N O S, and Thank you so much. It is Tuesday, and it is the spring equinox, and it is March 20th, 2018, and this is Twin Flame Radio. We finally did it. Turn up, turn up, turn up. Woo-woo. <laughs> no, hey, this is Brandy, Brandy with an I-E, Mullen with an E-N, no S, and I'm just super excited that all of you are here. Um, what I would like to do is I want to open up the message boards. Um, if you go to www.talkshoe.com forward slash TC forward slash 22030 pound, we will be able to, um, you know, um, well, um, that's what you were called in order to um, be on the show and to communicate with us. But if you want to be a part of the message board, go to www.talkshoe.com forward slash TC as in Topcat forward slash two two zero three zero pound. So I'm gonna let all of you do that right now, um, because I know there's a lot of people that were wondering what to do. So I'm gonna let that happen and I'm gonna give like a minute for everyone to do that. So for those of you who are going to All right, I I can tell. Um, it's funny. Um, I'm having some. Hello. Hello. I I I'm guess. More. We are having some technical um, difficulties here. I'm like, what in the world is going on here? 
Um, but yes, this is Twin Flame Radio. I guess this is the intensity of the Twin Flame energy. I'm not surprised um, that uh, <laughs> things like this will be happening. Tamika, my co-host, she's like, Brandy, where are you? I'm like, you know what, right now, I don't know where I am. Um, with like, um, you know, but that's the twin flame energy. I bet you there's like 99.9 people that are listening to this phone call are hoping for some type of message to not have to um, punch your twin flame in the face right now. (laughs) 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 You know, so I just want to bring on my wonderful co-host, um, I want her to be able to introduce herself and who she is. We're going to be doing this show every, every, you ready? Tuesday. <laughs> every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'm just so excited. So with no further ado, I want to bring on my wonderful co-host, which is Tamika Kent Boyd out of Atlanta, Georgia. How are you today? I'm wonderful, Brandy. I'm super excited to be here. We're ready to discuss this twin flame business. We all know twin flames can be super exhausting, so I'm excited to be part of this movement where we can really discuss and let some feelings out and release and air out some things on the show um, and bring a community of twin flames together that needs to hear messages this evening. So I, without further ado, I welcome everyone here, and I'm definitely grateful uh, for being here and for everyone's presence on this show as well. So tell us, Tamika, you know, you live in Atlanta, Georgia, and tell us, yeah. tell us about yourself. Tell us about your, you know, about Atlanta, Georgia. Tell us about you being, um, I know that you're a twin flame, but tell us a little bit about that. All right. Now, um, my twin flame journey began, like, in the early stages of my life. I I didn't even know or recognize um, that I was in a twin flame journey. Um, I met my twin when I was about seven years old. My mother and his mother were good friends. (laughs) So that was the initial nature of our relationship. Um, As far as Atlanta, Georgia, I love it here. Um, I found myself um, being engulfed in my twin flame relationship in Ohio. And as soon as I um, began a union with my twin about two years ago, I noticed that a lot of stuff in my life turned upside down. And it just got intense to the point where I'm like, you know what, I just need to move and leave everything behind in Ohio. And so I'm here. Um, I love being here, but um, I'm saying all this to say I I know a lot of people when they first meet their twin, there's a lot of stuff that happens in your life, a lot of friction, and um, you start getting into this runner and chaser phase. And I feel like, to be honest, that's how I ended up here in Atlanta, (laughs) running away. Well, Well, let's talk about that. Um, let's talk about the twin flame phenomena. Let's talk about what is it, you know, what what is a twin flame? Um, so, you know, I, I love the twin flame phenomena, even though I am a twin flame myself. Um, you know, I, I understand what 99.9 of y'all probably feeling out there totally understand um, of not knowing where you are one day to the next. 
Um, but what is the twin flame journey? What is that really? Like, you know, is it a real thing? Because I know within my journey, Tamika, I've been like, is this thing even a real thing? <laughs> so from your understanding, what would you say a twin flame is? A twin flame is your other half. That divine union uh, that came from source. When source created you in the heavens, in the other dimensions, um, you were created as one, uh, both feminine and masculine as one. As you descended onto this earth, there are some unions that decide to split up to help um, you know, with their divine purpose. And when your soul splits apart, the other half of your soul is your twin flame. Um, I know in my experience a lot of people have a misconception about the twin flame journey. It's really confused as soulmates. I hear that a lot, like my soulmate, my soulmate, my soulmate. Um, A soulmate is not to be confused with your twin flame. Those are two totally different relationships. You know, your soulmate is your soul family. Your soulmate could be your child, your mother, your best friend. Um, It's just your soul family, somebody that you have a contract with or agreement with to help you learn lessons on this earth. But your twin is your other half. Like, your twin is you. That's you. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, And it's, it's an experience. It's an experience um, that's sometimes difficult to put into words, <laughs> to say the least. I know that's right, and I love how you um, you put that. You know, I love how you put that, and how you were saying, like, you know, the other. Um, like this, the divine masculine, divine feminine energy. Whenever I get like the revelation of like the twin flame journey, I could literally see like this essence of this big ball of light. It reminds me, have you ever seen um, when people are like showing the conception process and how like the egg is fertilized by the by the um, yes. by the sperm, and then it yes. like you know. But have you ever seen like where a twin? Um, is actually like you see the cell split into two in my like when I'm when I am like in my spiritual mode and I'm trying to imagine um, you know this this energy happening or taking place I literally can see like this big ball of like the fire the most this, like the hottest energy ever and then what I see is like this energy from the divine and it's like let there be light and there's like this light but then as it is traveling down and going to um, whatever star system it's going to be a part of or what have you it's almost like I can see the splitting of of, of the energies, kind of like um going in separate places to be beneficial for the whole collective consciousness for for a divine time. You know, and and I I love how you said like the um divine masculine and the divine feminine energy um of the universe. You know, everything is a yin and a yang. Everything has that balance. Um I know from my experience in Christianity, um you know, it says, like, in the Bible, like, in the beginning, you know, was the word. But then it, it goes on to say, like, and let us create them in our own image. 
in the image of God created he them both masculine and feminine energy. And I literally, when I used to read that, I never really thought about who the, who the heck us was and, and let us create them and, and who was our. Because in the Bible or in most, you know, monotheistic religions, um, they, they look at God as like masculine energy only. And so for, I think, um, I was in Christianity for probably about 26 years or, or so of my life. And, and it took me to leave Christianity to realize, um, not even that I'm, I don't like Christianity. It's just that I've evolved and I, I still have the essence of that Christianity. As you can see, I'm quoting scriptures, but, when I left as far as putting myself in a box of Christianity, I never paid attention to the fact that it said, let us create them in our own image. I was like, so then after, I was like, so why didn't anybody question who is us? Right. And, like, it couldn't have just been all masculine energy because we know that they're not creating no, no, no humans. So literally, <laughs> I'm just saying, so, I mean, have you ever seen a, a, a masculine energy create on its own? No. Like, no, that divine feminine is the creative energy. The, the five, the, yeah. So then, you know, let us create them. And it's so interesting because in most monotheistic religions or even in religions as a whole, um, ancient, um, not all of them, just like a lot of the monotheistic ones that say that there's one God, one faith, you know, um, they they don't stress who the heck is us? Who is us? Why is it us and our? And then that's it. And then it's this God, like this masculine energy. And I they and like now you know I understand that that us was the divine. It was feminine and masculine energy coming together, and the source energy of that. And we're going to say because source energy is still sexual energy. It's still that powerful. Um, you know, that, that creates life, that creates humans, literally, but it's the divine, masculine, and feminine energy. Um, but it's, it's within, we have, we all have, we all have divine masculine and divine feminine energy within us. Like, you know, I know they always say like, oh, like I read these, uh, like you're talking about the, you know, a lot of the misconceptions out here. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Uh, you know what I mean? Like the misconceptions out here of like, oh, well, the divine feminine, but I'm masculine and feminine energy. Right. You know, I like to equate it to the yin and the yang. If we were to put twin flames in a picture, and when you look at the yin and the yang, you know, those small little circles have both divine, feminine, and masculine in the masculine and the feminine energy of the yin and the yang. Yeah. Yeah, you know that that's that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. And it's like you know, and 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 I I can like feel the pull on myself, and you know when I'm when I am um, listening to this, like I can feel the energies of even. And I want to welcome everyone here. By the way, I want to welcome you all here to Twin Flame Radio. We are just going in and diving into all of this and we want you to feel comfortable, get you some popcorn. You know, we do I do see you all right there that are on the line. Um we're going to get to you. 
So we want you to get comfortable, get ready, because we're going to have a segment where we're going to just go ahead and incorporate you into this conversation because we want to hear from you on tonight. I just want to let you know that I see you. I see you, divine masculine and feminine energy. I see you. I see you. Um, but going back to our to our conversation, you know, when I, I you know, it's, it's so funny because, you know, Tamika, Tamika and I talk about twin flame energy all the time. We see synchronicities. We know we twins. Like, we know we're twin souls, right, <laughs> both of us. And it's good to have – I love this show, and I love the basis of the show because I feel as if we need, like, a – um, a place where like-minded people can come together and kind of talk and, like, really get an understanding of this because, you know, as you know, some I do twin flame readings, which we are going to be giving a free reading out to one of the lucky people who stay and listen to the show and participate. I'm watching on the message boards. I am watching on the phone lines. We're getting ready to get to you, but you got to be an active participant in the show, so get ready to get your uh, radio voice on. But, you know, I talk to so many people, and I connect to the energies of, like, even who's on this uh, radio show listening. And I always, I understand the feeling of, man, when is my twin flame going to be ready? Like, when are they going to be ready? And we're talking about right now this divine masculine and divine feminine energy. But we're saying, like, even as I'm talking about in the beginning, there was, you know, let us create them. The feminine energy within itself is also um, feminine and masculine, and like so is the masculine. The masculine energy is both its own entities. These are two entities. They're not. Um, this isn't to be, um, I guess, misconstrued with like, um, oh, one. You know, like one can't live without the other, or one because like we when we get over into that like codependency issue, like that codependency thing where, like, I know a lot of twin flames are like, I just want my twin flame to help me. I just want them to be a part of every part of my journey. Mm-hmm. I am so ready for that. And it's like not until you walk in the energy and the likeness of having your left brain and your own right brain in attunement and balance. But your own self, one, like you, you're like you as like, like she, me, her, you, like, that one person, you, in order for you to be in union with your twin flame, you as yourself without them being, because we, they are us, we are one, but I'm talking about just like the feminine energy or the masculine energy, just like where it's like you have a left brain and a right brain. If you still are having issues in connecting to your left brain, which is divine logic and, and, and I mean, intelligence, and then the right side of your brain, which is like creativity, emotion, and into intuition, and you're still having issues with combining the two of those energies together within yourself, like just literally like being able to divinely, uh, rationally, and logically be intuitive. Like that's deep right there. <laughs> like just within yourself. What do you think about that, Tanika? I, I definitely agree, and I always 
say all the time, if you want your twin flame, if you're longing for that unconditional love and acceptance, it starts with you. It starts with you. I was just explaining to Brandy, every time I go out on this soul searching journey, I've known my twin all my life. There he goes. He'll pop up. Like, hey, hey, boo, what's up? Uh, you really start working on you and loving you and doing deep soul searching, because you are part of your twin, your twin will come and naturally gravitate towards you. You is It all starts with you first. You are, as Brandy said, that energy. If you, if anybody on this phone line, if you're, in separation with your twin. You don't know who your twin is. You're longing for that twin. You dream, you dreamt about your twin all your life, or you had a glimpse of your twin, and you really desire that union. Stop searching outside of yourself. Start loving you. I didn't realize I was doing this. He <laughs> would just pop up. I'm like, hold on, where you come from? Like, no, no, I'm trying to work on me, and I couldn't get him to leave. Uh, <laughs> right. Topic. But start working on you. Start loving you. Start releasing um, karma. Start releasing emotional baggage. Like, just start working on you, loving you. Your twin is going to pop up like, you know, Deborah Cox, how did you get here? You know, <laughs> <laughs> all the time, you know. Um, so that's what I say. Yeah, start working on you. Start working on your own energy. Start working. Yeah, on you. yeah, that is so. You're you're so right on, sis. Because like, for instance, um, I only go into separation with my twin flame when I'm focused too much on him. And and I know that sounds so funny, but as soon as I start getting over into this, like, oh, I just want to wake up and be by you, and and I'm not working on no purpose, no destiny, the calling on my life. Like I'm like I didn't literally like I'm just engulfed in him. Like I'm over, like you know, I'm I'm at his house and we over there and we kicking in. We in our own little bubble, and like you know, I look up. Couple days have passed. I ain't did no reading. I ain't been praying, I ain't been meditating, I ain't been, um, you know, I haven't been doing anything that I'm supposed to be doing in order to raise my own frequency for this ascension um, of us raising the, because the, I'm here as a volunteer, you know, like if you're a twin flame nine times out of ten, you volunteered to be here, and you, you've been incarnating from lifetime to lifetime, from galaxy to galaxy, um, incarnating so many times just to be here for this divine moment right here where, and then guess what? Your twin flame was not with you all of those times. Like literally you've been searching for this part of your energy um, where it's like this divine mirror for lifetimes. And then all of a sudden we get here and then we're all, we get into this like three-dimensional energy of like, oh, I just want like we start off with the whole, I just want love, I just want romance, and I just want, like, I just want my twin flame, because we, we find out about the twin flame journey, or not even that we find out about it. We Like, I know before I even accepted that I even had a twin flame, um, or even knew anything about that, because I, I was with my twin flame for um, years. I think it was, like, uh, about six years before I started really 
questioning, like, okay, is he, you know, whatever. And I remember, like, I always had a longing in my soul for this, like, um, for this union. Like, I, I desired the union before I even knew what it really was or why I even did it. It was, like, in my subconscious mind that I should be um, looking forward to having this union of, like, where I have someone to walk in purpose with. I remember feeling like that. I'm I'm 33 years old now, and I remember feeling like that within, like, I was, like, 17, 18, that, like, I, that, that my desire was to meet a person that I would actually, I could see us walking in, like, this um, wonderful energy of healing the earth because I always had a, knew I had a calling on my life. And I was like, okay, well, I know that I desire to do this calling with someone else. I'm here to um, help to raise the frequency of the earth. Um, so I, even before I even knew about what a twin flame was and you could just Google and figure out all this information, I felt the yearning on my soul in order to um, be looking out for this type of uh, relationship to happen where I knew that I would be walking um, in in my twin flame and I would have a empire. Did you feel like that, Tamika, before you even came across this twin flame energy or, or this twin flame phenomena, like where it's like actual name of twin flame? Because certain things don't have names for a long time, but you feel the draw towards it. Did you ever, you know, like how um, where you just knew that you wanted to have this empire and you wanted to help to um, – you know, help people in the earth, and you just felt like you were here to do something big, but you knew that you were supposed to do it with another person. Did you feel that pull before ever even knowing what a twin flame was? I absolutely did, and it was around, it's ironic, I didn't know this about you, but it was around the age of 16. I used to daydream about my husband. I used to pray that my husband would be sent to me. I wanted a empire like Jay-Z and Beyonce. I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> I, I dreamt of it. And every time I started meditating and focusing on that part of myself, like I said, my twin will pop up. But I, I did not recognize. I feel like I've always recognized the spirit. His spirit had always been familiar to me. But, however, I did not immediately recognize him as my twin flame, as the union that source put in place prior to the foundations of this earth. Um, So I didn't realize that right away. But when I did start that journey and that desire, he he showed up right away, right outside my door in my neighborhood. (laughs) That's that's crazy. Like that that is like I just love to hear the stories of people and how they met their twin flames. But, you know, it's important. I really want to just stress this because um, a lot of people are here to just figure out, you know, how do I bring us together? And I know that, like, trust me, I totally get that. But the first step is to recognize that you are masculine and feminine energy. It's just like, the, you know, the 1111, the one in the one energy. You are one in one. You are whole within your left side of your brain and you are whole within the right side of your brain and you are learning how to use both of them intelligently in order for you to be the creator in this lifetime. It is important that you understand that you are a creator 
in this lifetime and that you could speak those things that are not as though they were so that you can have faith. And then what you have faith in, um, you believe. And what I believe, because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God slash goddess. So what I speak out of my mouth, I then believe because faith comes by hearing. What I believe, I automatically feel. And what I automatically feel, I then, what? I then attract like matter because it's energy in motion. Emotion is energy in motion. But the, but the, the wonderful energy of like believing and feeling is really like the, it's the manifestation process and then like literally letting go of what I've, you know, like letting go, believing it, feeling it, and letting it go and letting it happen. Um, walking in the energy of the one and the one, the left side of the brain, the right side of the brain, you have to intelligently be able to walk in your power and see the manifestation of of what you were speaking and what you were declaring and decreeing in the earth. You have to walk in your power first. Um, you know, it, because this journey is about about unconditional love. Let's talk about that real quick. That unconditional love, baby, like that 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 right there will have you on your face somewhere ready to um release everything within you because what happens is the eleven energy, the master energy, the number eleven is is uh divine masculine, divine feminine energy, um, being magnified being magnified, being glorified within itself, that one and that one energy is, you know, anything like one times one is one, you know, but it's a, it's a, it's a magnetic energy of the number 11. And then you have another soul that is on their same journey, but they are the divine masculine, divine feminine energy. They're learning how to balance the two because what literally needs to be done is the, the, we are here as volunteers right now we signed up for this to be here to raise the frequency of the earth. And we are in a time right now where the earth is moving from a three-dimensional energy to a five-dimensional energy, just like um, those of you who um, were there in the beginning. Um, I just need you to say in your spirit right now that I remember who I've always been. I want everybody to say that real quick. I remember who I have always been before the foundations of this world because right now a lot of us are so stuck in this um, in this incarnation um, and we're stuck on, like, what we've already just been through in this incarnation that we're not recognizing that we have always been and that's why we're twin souls. that we've always been since the beginning, like Tamika was talking about in the beginning. Like, if you're still stuck in the three-dimensional plane, that might be why your twin flame ain't coming. You know what I mean? Where you could see, taste, smell, and feel and feeling limitations in this in this avatar body. That might be why you're still in separation. We Because we're here to raise the energy from the 3D to the 5D, from the, to the fifth dimensional energy, um, you know, like being able to have unconditional love, being able to raise the frequency, and we need that right now in this earth. So it's like when your twin flame is triggering you, let's talk about that, them triggers where they are getting on your damn nerves and they are really like um, your head feel like it's spinning around, like you're like, um, you know, 
on the exorcist or something and you just feel like you're about to lose your mind and spaz out, you have to understand that all of that energy of whatever they're triggering within you, whatever they got going on, and it's making you upset and pissed off, guess what? That's what needs to be released. Tamika, let's talk about this release, girlfriend. Uh, yeah, let's talk about the release. I love to call this phase, like, the crisis phase followed by the runner and chaser phase. Like, so initially, when we get here, I mean, I, I know that you had put a post about being human up on your Instagram recently. I loved it. Um, one of the rules of being human, you forget all of this at the time of birth. You're supposed to forget who you are so that you can go on a journey to remember who you are and learn the lessons that you were supposed to learn on this earth to ascend back into the heavens and into other dimensions, whatever you want to call it, right? So let's establish that first, right? So we come here and we establish and take on a lot of karma. And it is our ultimate goal to release that karma and get back to our light bodies so that we can be on a path of ascension. So one sign that you're doing an amazing job is that when you do encounter and meet your twin flame, you're going to go through a small period, and it might be for a month, it might be for two to three months, if you're lucky, where everything just seems like a fairy tale romance. <laughs> and I have to laugh. Everything, it just your twin just seems like everything. You're going to experience a glimpse of that unconditional love, that fairy tale romance that you've always, always dreamt of. And the next thing you know, your twin is going to do something weird. They're going to start mirroring to you all of your shadows that you don't want to deal with, all of those skeletons in the closet that you don't want to deal with. And now this is where it gets really ugly because not only is your twin mirroring that to you, you're going to mirror that right back to your twin. And I feel like that's, like, the hardest part of the journey. And a lot of people just think, like, hey, you know what? I shouldn't be with this person. There's going to be a lot of people coming into your life, family and friends. You should not be with this person. Get rid of him. Hell no. Don't go. Don't do it. Why are you still with this person? And you're not going to even be able to explain other than there is no words to explain why you are still with them. You're going to start running. Uh, your twin might start chasing, or you might start chasing your twin, and they start running from you because it it, it is hard to deal with that level um, of karma if you're not really equipped or have knowledge of what's going on. And so I say that to twins who are united and is going to that running and chasing phase. That's normal. <laughs> you're not going crazy. And if you still, after all you've been through with your twin, feel like you want to be with that person, that's normal. But the thing is, those shadows were mirrored back to you for a reason because you have to clear that karma. You have to release that pain and everything that you went through, not only in this incarnation but all incarnations so that you can ascend back to your light body and truly have that marriage that is destined by the divine from source and ascend back into the heavens. So I leave you with that. <laughs> I know that's right, girlfriend. Like 
let me talk about when I met my twin flame, because I didn't know my twin flame my whole life um, in this incarnation, because we're 11 years apart, and then we were living in different states. And so um, all I knew was that um, it, it was so easy for me to get to Ohio. Um, I, I was like, I remember someone, because I wasn't even thinking about Ohio. This is like not even an option to me. And all of a sudden, it was like one of my family members was like, yeah, there's a college out here. I was 18 years old. There's a college out here. Um, you know, you need to get out here, girl. And there's a scholarship available. Next thing I know, uh, make sure you send all this paperwork back by this day. I think I had a week to send all the paperwork back to get the scholarship. So me and my dad, we did it. We were scrambling to do it. Next thing you know, I get an acceptance letter. I get this uh, confirmation that I got the scholarship. And next thing you know, I'm here. And I was like, it was just all in a matter of like, like, like weeks that I figured all this out. And then I got out here, and I was just like, I left everything that I knew, all family, didn't have any family out here at all, went to school out here, um, wound, up, wound up liking it, you know, as much as I could, because I was out here um, with no family again. And then um, but when I graduated from college, I had the opportunity to go back home, and Spirit told me not to. And I was thinking, what, I, like, I don't, it was during the recession, people were losing their jobs, and Spirit's like, do not go anywhere. And even the relationship that I was initially in that was going to keep me in Ohio, we wound up breaking up. And I was just like, okay. So I wound up staying here, uh, and, and, I, and it's crazy because, um, when I, because I went through that breakup with that relationship, and it's, I did not date anybody for two years. I literally was, like, focused on myself for, like, two years straight, like, totally celibate because I was, like, so heartbroken from my past relationship. But I actually met my twin flame in 2010. And what's funny is I didn't even have that euphoric uh, moment of, like, <laughs> of, oh, this is going to be great, this unconditional love thing. Because of the fact, like, all of a sudden, like, I just didn't feel that. Because, like, when I first met my twin flame, um, the minute we, the moment we talked, we argued. And I was like, I remember talking to him for about 45 minutes. My homegirl was just like, who are you talking to on the phone and why are y'all bickering back and forth? And I didn't even understand why we was arguing. And I remember saying to my best friend, I said, guess what, he ain't it. <laughs> That's what I said. I said, because I was so, like, no nonsense from my other relationship because I hadn't healed from that relationship really. Even if it was two years, I still wasn't healed. And I remember saying, nah, he ain't it. And I remember him, he would not give up. He would text message me and call me every week to ask me out. And I was just like, why? We argue, if that's going to be the basis of what our relationship is going to be like, then guess what? I'm cool. And I remember uh, for six months, this man literally chased me. That was the beginning of that chasing and that running stage. I started running immediately. I was the run. <laughs> I literally started running immediately. And then next thing you know, like, he was chasing immediately. And then, like, six months down the line, uh, he called one night, and this is when YouTube first came out, and I was super geek because I'm a music lover, so was he. But I was a music lover, and I was sitting there online watching all my old school videos. Because, y'all, I was raised, me and Tamika were raised during a time that 
um, music wasn't as accessible as it is now. So to be able to hear, like, your favorite song, you had to stay up and listen to the radio all night long and hope to press play and record to get that song. Mm-hmm. And when I when YouTube came out, I was like, oh, my God, this is such a blessing. I could watch all the songs that I never, you know, I was waiting to hear all these years, right? And so I'm sitting there. He's like, again, after six months, he's like, hey, can I take you out tonight? And I was like, all right, it's Friday night, girl, you like 20, what was I, 25 years old, you ain't got nothing to do, you might as well go ahead and go out. So I finally went out with him, finally went out with him, and when we first met, I was just like, I like what I saw, he liked what he saw, uh, you know what I mean, like, and then next thing you know, it was like, you know, let's go out and get some drinks. We were talking, it was almost like we were home, though, like, I felt so comfortable with him really quickly. Like, they're very comfortable with him very quickly. Things did progress very fast after that, Um, (laughs) very fast for a short time. And then, of course, the running and chasing continued um, because I had a lot of past life karma that I had never cleared. And, you you know, the masculine energy be like, what, clearing, what's that? You know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, we started off running and chasing from the very start, from the very beginning. And... And it's crazy because, like, if you look at the synchronicities throughout our life, everything is, like, during the time that I was going through one of the worst times of my life, uh, two years before I met him, he was going through the worst time of his life. He had lost, like, everything. I had literally lost everything. Um, You know, but it's interesting. It's interesting, that running and chasing phase, because that is no joke. And throughout the relationship, I was always, like, the runner. I was always the runner, and then we kind of flipped, like, later on. But isn't that interesting? Like, just like, I, you know, I, we instantly, and it was always intense. Sex was amazing. <laughs> Sex with me so amazing. You know, <laughs> it was amazing. But we just could not get it together. And you were talking about that past life karma. It's important that we understand that, um, like Tamika said, we didn't just live as a human on this earth. Like, we didn't just live in this this avatar body right here, right now. This has been, like, we are ancient souls. We have been here since the beginning. Um, Energy doesn't die. It just takes on another form. And so literally, um, when you meet your twin soul, Unless you started clearing, because I know some people who had did a lot of clearing when they met their twin flame. Like, I have a really good friend. She, Because she knew me and because she knew, like, my journey and me having to go in and do all that shadow work that you were talking about, I have a homegirl right now that literally had uh, cleared out a whole bunch of karma before her twin flame came in, um, like a whole bunch of karma. So, like, they actually came together and were like, um, it wasn't as turbulent as, like, my situation was. And, I, I, I mean, I wish I would have known um, that you could do that. Like, I, I felt like I was, like, a guinea pig to, like, most of the people around me. Like, like why are you, like, you talk like, why are you still in that relationship? Girl, y'all just argue and bicker. <laughs> I was, like, I was like people learn from, like, watching me. I felt like. Because it was crazy. Talk about your Somebody situation. Somebody has to go first. Somebody got to go first. I was Somebody like, dang. 
dang, why I gotta go first? Why I gotta be the left for 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 uh you know for today? But I mean, so tell me, Tamika, um, like what was your situation like when you first met your flame? Like, um, well, I I have to take you all the way back, but I'm gonna keep it short. Like when I first met my my twin flame, um, like I said, we were kids. But I didn't know that – I knew that he liked me because I used to go over to his house to play. But my mother had a lot of friends with kids our age or we used to go over to their house and play. Almost – there was at least one little boy in every household that liked me. I'm like, oh, I always looked at him, oh, a little boy that liked me, you know. Um, so I remember one year um, – his sister had a 16th birthday party. House parties in the 90s were amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was backing up for the nan nan 2000. 99, 2000. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember I was dancing with somebody. I remember it was like dark. You know, I don't know if you remember house parties back then. You know, lights are out. You dance, you have fun. But I guess I was dancing with him. I didn't find out this until two years ago. It was him I was dancing with. But he's been in love with me ever since. And I probably never thought about him. Um, <laughs> but I, I just remember throughout my life, um, he would just show up. And you speak of synchronicities. Um, we always lived in the same neighborhood, and I just always knew him. I'm like, hey, what's up? See him in the neighborhood. What's up? Uh, uh, uh. Uh, it was a point of time when I was six. We connected for like two to three weeks. We were intimate, and then I didn't want to be with him anymore. I kept the moving. <laughs> but um, this time, um, I, I was getting out of divorce, and um, I reconnected with him again. And this is where, like, um, the running and chasing phase really just took place where he was mirroring back to me like a lot of, you know, my shadows. And I was doing the same thing, and it was very turbulent, like very, very turbulent. Um, anybody that knows me probably would tell you, like, why why are you with him? You know, I, I used to get that a lot, like to the point where his family didn't want me with him and my family and friends didn't want us together either. It was like, you know, very turbulent. Um, I didn't recognize that consciously, I felt like, you know, uh, subconsciously, I recognized he was my twin because the feeling, you have this familiarity, like, I feel like you've known him forever and ever and ever. Like, you just know this. You just feel like you said, you feel so comfortable. Um, however, I I was on your show one day, <laughs> and I finally felt like I got rid of him, right? <laughs> oh, Lord. I finally felt like I got rid of him, right? <laughs> I'm like, cool, and moved to Atlanta. He's gone, you know. Um, I'm about to start a new life. I'm about to go find my man, my new husband, and start working on myself again. And uh, there was a twin flame reader, Goddess Angel Ray. She was, she read she read my life that day. Y'all told me that you were gonna bring people to tears that day, and um, I wanted to cry when you called on me. I literally called into your show to support you. I didn't expect a reading, um, but I got one, and that was the shock of my life, um, and Angel told me, hey, you connected with your twin 16 years ago, and I'm like, hold up, 
the only boy I was with 16 years ago was when I was 16, and <laughs> this is the fool I've been trying to get rid of forever and ever. Um, and it, it took me a while to accept it, but when I really started doing spiritual work, I mean, it was just, I knew it when she said it, but it, it, it just, I was in denial. I was in shock. I was in denial. But I finally told myself, you know what, um, this is who I am. Um, he's a part of me. I don't want to see nothing. You know, unconditional love really started kicking in. And I said, in order, I, I just realized, you know, from doing spiritual work on myself, in order for the pain and the turbulence to stop, I really have to start working on myself. And I really have um, started doing that. And I've done things such as work with um, St. Germain and the Violet Flame, even tapped into Akashic Records to where I've seen other sides of myself that, I would have never knew existed in past lives. Like, what, like, assassin, like, I was a man. Um, I'm an African-American woman right now, but I also had a, another um, vision of myself being um, a Caucasian women and just dealing with a lot of, you know, past, like, like what? I remember one day I woke up because I felt like, uh, you know, in this one incarnation when I was a man, I was an assassin, I shot somebody in their stomach and killed them. I felt pain all that day. Um, but as I started really working, and I'm separated from my twin right now, unfortunately, um, he's incarcerated. Um, it, it was just so weird. After I, like, finally surrendered to the fact that he is who he is and I'm really going to start working on us to stop running back and forth, it, that happened, like, literally a day later. Um, but so we're in separation due to that. But at the end of the day, I'm, like, really working on myself, and um, I still have communication with him, and it's just really ironic. He speaks things that I've never seen him speak. He's never been, to me, um, a spiritual person. Um, and I, we're, we've also experienced many episodes of twin telepathy where um, we share some of the same dreams. Uh, he can call me and finish my sentences. He can tell me what he think I did the other day when he does call me um, from where he's at, and I'm just like, wow, like you're right. Uh, <laughs> you know where I'm at. You know what I'm doing from a jail cell. That's crazy. Um and as I notice, as I'm working on myself, he tells me that he experienced some of the same dreams where we probably did really share some lifetimes. And it's just really interesting. And that's why I just really encourage everyone who, if you feel like you have a other half out there, your twin out there, you are in a relation and in a union with your twin right now, really just start working on you. You'll see that change. Um, not only in yourself, but in your twin as well. So I, I, my story is a little bit different from yours, but, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. I love hearing about your story. And because um, he knew from the jump, he knew from the jump who you were. And I, and he I did. Think, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so awesome. And like, He used to tell everybody, like, this is my wife. And they're like, huh, what? <laughs> my wife. Like, he would, I, I used to just think he was talking mess, but 
he tells me, no, I mean it. I mean it. I used to literally have dreams of you all my life, like that, you, that marrying you and this and that. I'm like, wow. I, it, it's just, it, it was crazy. And all my life subconsciously, I've been running from him since I was a little girl. <laughs> I used to pull up to my neighborhood, like, you know, the big guy in the neighborhood, everybody's like the most popular person in the neighborhood. Everybody wanted to hang out with him and hop in his expensive cars and stuff. I used to be like, uh, no, I'm not, no, mm-mm, nope, I don't want to be around you. I've I, I come from really humble beginnings. And so I'm like, I don't want to be around you and you folks. I'm going to college, and, you know, I used to just brush them off like that for years. Um, yeah. It, it, it's interesting. It's a journey. Yes, it is. It, it is, to say the least. And, you know, I, I remember there were times during the running and chasing stage of my relationship um, with my twin flame where um, I, I remember thinking to myself, because I had a lot of work to do, even though, you know, people look at me as the more of the spiritual soul because you're going to have – um, a, a person who usually there's one person that's a little bit more mature than the other soul, and then you're going to have one person, they call it like the, the one who isn't as mature, the more um, spiritually is the matrix twin, and then you're going to have the person who's very spiritual and like, you know, I'm so I'm supposed to be that person. But I had a lot of, I had like a lot of issues that I didn't realize that I really had within me, I would only look at his issues because, like, he literally came with, like, a matrix situation, like, a situation that, like, I was, like, I, like, like Tamika was saying, like, I don't want to be a part of that life for real. I don't want to really be in that energy. Like, 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 I'm, like, look, I'm this type of person. Like, what are you doing? Um, they, they bring some type of, like, matrix energy in, um, but when I really looked at myself, and I would get so upset at him um, at times because um, he would trigger me. He was one of the per- people in my life that I could say will trigger me, like, quicker than anything. But what it was really doing was showing me me, like, showing me things that I needed to let go of. If he was mirroring to me, uh, let's say, um, anything, it could be, like, insecurity it could be it's because I was already insecure or like let's say like if I was if I had like went through a phase where I was afraid of cheating or whatever and like maybe we were going through a situation literally like to be honest I was I had already been in like been going through a karmic cycle and let's talk about that karmic cycle literally in my life I had been in the same type of uh, relationship um, for 18 years the different faces, same type of um, different faces, same type of energy, and I was creating the same type of relationship over and over and over and over. I'll just give you a little example, a little taste of what I was going through. Literally, I would be in a relationship, long-term relationship. The person would literally go and um, get married. Well, they, they would cheat on me. They would cheat on me. And then they would go and get married to someone else. I will get them pregnant. I'm sorry. Have sex with them. Get them pregnant. And then next thing you know, they would marry them. 
And um, while we're in the relationship, and this is not with my twin flame, we're talking about all of the situations that happened up until my twin flame. So when I met him, I was already like, no nonsense, like this, like, like, but I had already been focusing on a lot of issues because, like, after I had went through the issues, when you go through 18 years of somebody, of people, like, um, cheating on you and getting somebody pregnant, it's the same, I had the same story. And every one of my um, long-term relationships before I met my twin flame, and so by the time I met him, I was just like, you know, I didn't realize how much of a master creator I was, even even though I was like, you know, a minister, um, or just I had just left ministry, and I was like, you know, a prophetess and all these wonderful things, because um, gifts, you know, gifts come without you having to do the work to get them; they're just given to you by spirit. Um, I literally was my focus was on like, man, you know what? I better not meet no man that cheats on me. I better not meet a man that is um, not loyal or he better not uh, be married or he better not, like, if anybody come to me like that, I'm cutting them off. Like, like I don't play them games. Like, I was like, no nonsense. And then here goes my twin flame mirroring to me everything that I literally said, like, God, I don't want this. Don't give me this. I said I don't want this. So when he came along and he was mirroring a lot of those same issues, I was like, wait a minute, you can't be it. I said to God, I didn't want this, right? But literally, like, everything that it did was it helped me to really – but let me tell you, it took years in my twin flame journey because we've been together eight years. I literally – it took me eight years – well, seven years to figure out that I have been in the same type of relationship. Um, before he even came along, I had already been creating, like, this, this karmic energy of, cre- like, doing the same thing and expecting different results. Expecting, doing, doing the same thing but expecting different results. Only thing he did to me is show me my mirror and show me everything I needed to release, but it took me years in order to realize that this union will not happen unless I go in and I do some extreme work. So I literally had to go in and, like, um, cancel, clear, delete every negative thought that I've had about every negative relationship that I had ever been in and find the correlation between every relationship that I had ever been in, realize that it had been 18 years, realize that what was the problem, um, Brandy, why is it that every time this person, you get into the energy of someone cheating, then all of a sudden, because you're intuitive, you speak to them and tell them that whoever they're sleeping with, you're, they're going to get them pregnant. Next thing you know, they're pregnant in the month of November. Like, that's, like when you got karmic stuff going on like that, like your twin flame and like whatever I was going through with my twin flame, he really just illuminated to me, girl, you got some issues and you still hold on to all of that stuff. And until you do get rid of all that stuff, he's still going to be enemy number one to you. Your twin flame is going to be enemy number one to you until you're ready to clear all that that crap out. So I literally had to set an intention for like six months to go in and to tell myself, Brandy, guess what? Um, remember how you felt when he when that person cheated? Let's go back to before they even came along. You remember what that person made you feel like? Like it reminds you of free similar energy. Energy, yes. 
You need to cancel, clear, delete that, and you need to write that down. You need to burn it during the, the um, full moon and, 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 you know, go ahead and tell Archangel Michael to transmute those energies and to cut the cords that that no longer serves me. When I went in and really did my work, me and my twin flame could literally sit in the same room and not be having, yeah, we would have some conflicts. It was still there because we're still working out karma, but it wasn't as, as turbulent as it had been because it's really you that, that's creating this friction. Both of you are creating the friction. You guys are triggering each other because in order to get to this unconditional love and the three-dimensional consciousness, it's, in, um, you know, in order for us to ascend, in order for us to bring 5D to the 3D, in order for us to be um, all that we could be in this earth and to be the volunteers that we actually said that we were going to be and that our twin flames and, I are, and us are going to have these empires, it's important to understand that it, that can't happen um, because they need a, the divine needs pure energy, pure love, like unconditional love. Like I got to be able to forgive. I got to be like that unconditional love is something else. So. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Well, I want to get to the message. I want to get to the phone lines because I see that there's a lot of people here on the phone lines, and I want to give you guys an opportunity to um, come on and introduce yourselves to us and um, any questions you may have. Um, this is the time. You are listening to Twin Flame Radio with myself, Brandy Mullen, Brandy with an I E, Mullen with an E N O S, and Tamika Boyd, Tamika Kent Boyd from Atlanta, Georgia, and we're both the Twin Flame Energies. So we're going to go ahead. I see that we have Central Michigan here. So, um, Tamika, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, one moment. Hi, Central Michigan. I don't know if you have us on mute, but we have you on the phone line. If you're from if you're from Michigan or have an area code of Michigan, it's probably you. Just say hi. How are you? Central Michigan, are you there? I don't know if you have us on mute. We want to give you opportunity to talk to Tamika and Brandy here on Twin Flame Radio. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and mute you back and see if you have something to say later on. One moment, please. I'm going to go to Southwest Ohio. Hi, Southwest Ohio. This is Twin Flame Radio with Tamika and Brandy. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are you doing, Brandy? I am well. I am well. And who are we speaking with? Oh, this is Michelle. Hi, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> how are you? And hi, Tamika. Nice to meet you. Hi, Hi, Michelle. Nice meeting you as well. Well, tell us. What? I said, what do you have for us? Do you have any questions, concerns? Oh, no. Um, I don't 
<laughs> I didn't expect to get on here, but yeah. Um, <sighs> hmm. I don't do you know. have a twin flame? Oh, uh, I know. Yes, I do. I am a twin flame. I am a twin flame. twin flame. Yes. It, yes. How's it and going I, and, so far? Oh, it's going, it's going slow. Um, I wanted to touch on something um, earlier that Brandy had said that um, when you have done a lot of work and you've done a lot of clearing, it isn't as hard as I've noticed with all other twin flames that I'm in communication with. So the doing the work is definitely very important <laughs> in order to come in and in, come into union with your um, sacred divine counterpart. I try to, you know, get away from the whole twin flame um, term terminology, but, um, and, you know, working on you coming into union with yourself. But uh, I wanted to say that. <laughs> Oh, well, wonderful. Well, that's just wonderful confirmation for the message Brandy delivered. So I thank you for sharing. Yes. And tell us about your. Well, do you want to share anything about your twin flame, or or, or your? Uh, okay. Well, you know, yeah, I'll share some. But, you know, without you know saying any names or any places, um, that we met, but in um. 2016, I had had a job for 13 years, and <laughs> come it was the day the prince died, and I was told that I was no longer needed at the contracted site that I was at, and that I needed to pack my bags. 30 minutes, I had 30 minutes to pack my bags and be out of there after 13 years of being at that one place. So I was off for about a month and, you know, the company that I worked for had another job for me. So I had to wait for a month until the other person had left, you know, so I could start my training. And I was like, okay, so I got there and it was about a week after, because I went on vacation like a day after I got there and I got back and I was doing some training and I saw him go by and I was like, huh? Cause it was like our eyes locked and we were going in opposite, in the opposite directions. And I was thinking to myself, like, why did I have that, you know, that type of reaction? Because he was not my type, but that is why that's how I met him. Um, from there, this thing's got you know, like the very first time that we actually stood face to face in the hallway talking to each other, my heart chakra just started vibrating, and I was looking at him in his eyes like. Okay. <laughs> and we was just like, I felt like we was on the same level as far as like, you know, we was talk everything that we was talking about. So this went on, this, you know, cat and mouse thing went on for a while. And then 
I got fired from the job all together that same year in November. And we, uh, I think we went out once before I got fired. And after that, we met after that, after I got fired. And yeah, there's been a lot of things that's happened. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I really don't, you know, I really don't share my journey with no one, with anyone, because I feel it's, you know, sacred, but I feel it's important for people to know. But I don't know. <laughs> oh, we appreciate you, you know, coming on and even sharing, you know, like when you first met your Twin, and I and I totally understand because as I'm I'm sitting here and I'm trying to tell my story um, for the sake of people knowing who my twin flame is and a lot of the things that we've gone through. I've, I'm now a lot more vocal about um, the the obstacles that we've had to face. I'm a lot more vocal because I used to be uh, very afraid. Because let's say this to everyone that's listening. Usually, if you have met your twin flame, there is some type of opposing um, force that is um, causing you guys to, um, you know, to be the mirrors or, or or to do the running and the chasing. Or there's like some type of, um, like, let's say for instance, like, uh, you know, you could be married and one 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 twin could be married and the other one is not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> where you are um, in one continent and your twin flame's on the other continent or or they're, they're stuck in some type of, even if they're not married, they're in some sort of relationship with someone else and, you know, they're trying to, like, come to you, but, like, you know, but, like, the clearing of the karma could make that happen faster. But we don't know, you know, I, I know I didn't know know that but there's always some type of opposing force um what do you think about that opposition that we come up against tamika as far as the opposition we do come up against it's uh, again i'll say it again it's just the mere reflection of yourself and just the stuff that you need to work on i know my twin um i i was born into a family of judgmental consciousness and I don't mind sharing that my twin, all his life, he's been in the streets. Like, um, and I was always raised like, no, no, I'm going to do better. I'm not going to go down that route. I'm going to go to college. And um, when I, it's like I could not deny him when it was time for us to have a union, we had our union. But it was like I had to deal with a lot of that judgmental consciousness. Um, mm. with family and friends, and we should not judge. I really learned that you love everybody. You should not judge. When I went into my Acacia Records and saw who I truly was, that I was thugging all my life for another lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the Miss Goody Two-Shoe that I am. Um, so it, it is that opposing force. Whatever is that opposing driving force, it, it it's more than likely nine out of ten times, that's something that you need to work on. Uh, I've been judging you, him, all his life because he's been in the streets. 
brushing him off all his life because he's in the streets. But when I truly know who I am and start tapping into myself prior to the foundations of this earth and all the lifetimes I've been in, like, I'm the last person to judge anybody, you know. I'm I'm the last person to judge anybody because I'm not who I thought I was as you start to remember who you truly are. <laughs> uh, that's what I say for that. <laughs> I yeah, that's... Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, honey. Now I'm going to um, say, like, and, you know, of course there's, like, many, 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 many dreams, like a whole journal, like a whole journal filled. Uh, yeah. And this, this it, um, there's been a lot of um, separation. Okay, you, I think I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> you know the separ- the separation says, you know, I really I really Oh yeah. It's I really, needed. It, it is it is needed, but it's a blessing it, in disguise. It, it it's a blessing in disguise, yes. But it's also because like okay, like for instance, when I started doing this this show, even before, I'm just going to be get real honest right now. So Tamika hit me up right before the show, and I, Spirit has been calling me to this journey to help other people, you know, on this journey for, like, a very long time. And so, um, you know, Spirit's been calling me. And so, you know, this radio show is something that Spirit told me not to procrastinate on. But today I literally, um, Tamika contacted me like, girl, it's almost time for the show. She pumped up. She like, go, 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 let's get it. Let's get it, right? Getting ready for the show. Like, we ready. Ah, you know, like she ready to go. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, my God. I just, you know, like I just, I don't know why. It was like this um, feeling that I had within me um, because, like, my journey is, uh, with my twin flame has been, it, it's been uh, great to me when I look at the advancements that we have made throughout um, like eight years in this incarnation. Um, the, it seems still like a long time, but, you know, like to me it feels like it's just the beginning. But, you know, just dealing with, having to clear out that karma, and then, like, you know, I know how, because I'm listening to you, sis, and I'm listening to, like, you want to talk about it. You want to, like, you, you want to be, like, you know, set free. Like, look, this is what I'm in. But, like, yeah. you know, societal, societal norms come to play. And let me tell everybody who's listening right now that if, like, Tamika was saying, like, look, like, look, the, you know, I've been thinking my whole life, like, She's so funny. Oh my gosh, you're so funny, sis. I've been thinking in every incarnation. You are except funny. For this one. Except for this one. <laughs> and so, you know, but to say to say the least, like like to get to free yourself of what society thinks. Like I I I had to start telling people like when I do my twin flame readings, I'm I, I know I'm like if anybody wanted to frame me and tell everything that I've been through in my twin flame oh. journey, <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying. 
Because literally, I, I just get real raw and uncut, and I'm telling people, like, yeah, when I first met my twin flame, he was married. Boom, put it out there. Like, he was married when I first met him. And that took me years. I used to hide it for years and years and years. I mean, and it, like, literally was, like, one of the things that I, I had to release in order for us to even get closer was for me to release that um, guilt and shame behind, you know, our first, inter- like, our first, not first interaction, because I didn't know. For a minute, it took me like two years to know that information, um, and I know like nowadays you could just go ahead and like do a background check on somebody and find out. But back then, I didn't even have an Android phone, so you know I wasn't even like you know doing no apps that just could help you to find out some information about a person. And I know that that guilt and that shame of those societal norms, because, you know, in, in my family, I came from a family like, you know, of course, like, like a, I don't want to say my family's judgmental. I ain't going to say that. But what I will, well, yeah, I will. But what I will say is that um, it was all about, oh, you don't get with a man until, you know, and when you, make, you get with him, it has to be for the purpose of marriage, and then you don't have no kids until you get married. And, like, I come from a very um, – conservative family so it was like to be in a situation where my twin flame was actually married when I first met him and I didn't even know for two years of the journey and then when I found out it that's what really caused uh, the biggest separation I think between us for like six months to almost a year of our journey of like look guess what I'm not doing this um but those societal norms and, and keeping up with those societal norms, the three-dimensional consciousness, is what is keeping us in bondage and keeping us separated. And that's what we're here to break up. We're here to break up those type of templates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, okay, okay, let me okay, – I have a question. I have a question. So, okay, what do you, like, if you – I felt guided – from the very beginning, as soon as I realized what was going on, not to say to him that term or mention anything about it. And I felt very strongly about that. And to this day, I still haven't said anything about it other than, you know, a few hints here and there talking about, you know, you feel like, I'll say like, you feel like home to me or I'll say something else, but you know, like, what are you, like, I don't know. Like, hey, he doesn't like, know. How do you what? I was what like, say, he doesn't time? know of the term. He doesn't know of, you know, what uh, what this is. Maybe, well, you know, flame. deep down. Are you saying the term twin flame? Yes. Okay, so you're asking how do you bring up to a person. Um, I, I don't. Tamika, I'm going to let you, because I've been talking for a minute. What do you think about that first? I'm going to let you go first on that. I mean, you know, when it comes to language, that language is very three-dimensional. Um, <laughs> I, I don't really feel like you necessarily have to say what's understood does not have to be explained. Like, as long as you're working on yourself, he's going to automatically recognize you, and he might already recognize you to be that one. Just like my twin has always recognized me to be his wife, you know, 
although he recognized that before I did. And he's not no spiritual twin. He's actually the matrix twin, you know. Um, so he doesn't know anything about um, this terminology. Yeah, he's yeah, that's what I'm saying. He 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 doesn't. He, I'm sorry, I don't I don't mean to interrupt, but he doesn't no, no either. Worries. And I was, I, he doesn't either. And I was like, I was saying like I felt very strongly guided not to mention that whatsoever. So because it's like ha- letting him have his own process in the realization of you know whatever it was. I, mm. I think. I agree with Tamika. What, what, how did you put that, sis? Um, what, what understood does not have to be explained. Doesn't have to be explained, like literally. Right, uh, right, okay, yeah. He, like I remember my twin flame, this was probably like two years in. Two years in, he was like, um, I remember I didn't realize the running and the chasing was happening. I didn't realize that he was even a twin flame. I didn't even know nothing about that until probably like six years in where I started knowing about what twin flames were. Um, I had, I knew what a soulmate was. I knew what a kindred spirit or, or like, you know, like I knew what like a life partner was. I didn't know nothing about no twin flames all this time. Um, so I didn't have anything to even, to even say that we were. But I remember um, one particular instance, um, I would break, of course, I told you I was the runner, so he would do something that I, like, maybe there was uh, something that I saw in him that I was just like, yep, yeah, I'm good, I'm cool, and I would break it off with him. I would tell him, which I thought I was breaking up with him. I never was breaking up with him. I, I did it, I've done it probably a thousand times, and, like, we're still together. So that goes to show you that, like, how strong this bond is. But I remember one time my homegirl, like, I would break up with him supposedly, quote, unquote, and then I would go ahead and for some reason I could feel when he was thinking about me. I could feel when he was, this was like early in the game before I even had an article to read about Twin Flames. I knew that, like, he was, like, I could feel that he was thinking about me, and I remember um, I would get to talking about him. And then my best friend, because we'll be separated, we'll be in separation, and my best friend would say, uh-oh, he's on his way back. And I would say, what do you mean he's on his way back? And she's like, he's about to come back. He, you feel, the only reason why you're talking about him right now is because you feel him thinking about you, and he's getting ready to call. He's either going to call in the next couple of days or just show up. And it would happen. And I remember one time, he and he's not definitely – don't know nothing about no twin flames or nothing like that. And he was like, man, what did he say to me? He was like, man, did you feel me thinking about you um, yesterday? Could you feel me thinking about you? Um, and I was like, I, I did. And I thought that he would never in 100 years believe me if I told him that I could feel him and feel what he's thinking and everything. I thought that he would think I was crazy, so I had never mentioned it. And then when he said it, he said it to me first. Like, man, that's so crazy. I just, he was like, I just could feel you. Um, I could feel you thinking about me too. Could you feel us thinking about each other? Like, and I would, and every time I would, um, you know, call him or whatever, girl. Let me tell you one thing. 
with your twin flame, I, I've gone as far with my twin flame without knowing that he was my twin flame, asking Archangel Michael and asking the divine energy, if this man is not supposed to be in my life, cut the cord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> take this thing away from me. Like, if he ain't supposed to be here, and I prayed that prayer over 150 times for other people and seeing God move where literally in the, in the um, divine move where literally people would not come back into my life. And I did that for him, and I just knew, like, uh-oh, do I really want him to go? Because deep down inside, I really loved him. You know, I really still love him. I, You know, I love him. Regardless of what we've been through, I love him. I don't really want him to go, but I know that, like, if this isn't for my best interest, just go ahead and cut the cords and I'll be cool because I don't want somebody here that's not supposed to be here because I wasn't really all into, like, the the whole twin flame thing. And um, and and he stayed around, and I was mad. At, I was like praying, like, what happened? I thought he was supposed to be gone. Like, what what is happening here? So like, the bond is like literally unbreakable, and like we have been through um, hell and high water together. But like, we've literally had to forgive each other, and that's where that unconditional love comes in, and that's what the earth is in um, desiring. Mm-hmm. The earth is desiring that type of love. We need to um, forgive each other 70 times 70. And, I mean, that's, it's even more than that. But, like, a lot of times, you know, with relationships, we live in, like, a microwave generation where we expect, oh, well, when they come to me, he got to be a Prince Charming riding in up on a white horse. But let me tell you something. If you in a twin flame journey, let me tell you something. He may be riding in or not on a uh, – a white horse, but the the pale horse of death. <laughs> <laughs> everything within you that ain't right, like literally, like like it, it's you know. But I'm thankful for the experience because as a master in this lifetime, me and everybody knows who I am spiritually. Um, that's calling in. It's like look. Like, I wouldn't be here right now if I wouldn't be clearing out past life karma. I wouldn't be able to walk and see the manifestation of my purpose and my destiny if it wasn't for him mirroring to me what needed to be let go of. So I could really mm-hmm. be mad for triggering me. I could be mad at him for for all of the things that happened. But really, it truly took me to my, like, well, my face to pray and to receive my true anointing on my life. So, you know, I just think we got to find some gratitude in it, too. But to answer your question, um, I think that with, like, um, for instance, the Matrix twin, I just feel like, you know, sometimes it's better. Like Tamika said, what what is doesn't have to be um, – Is it what is it doesn't need to be understood. It does not have to be explained. But I, I notice you're going to notice signs when they start releasing that ego, your twin starts releasing their ego and really tapping into their own spirituality and doing their own soul searching because for a long time I never mentioned it to my twin either. Um, but I, I started to, I want to say about two or three weeks ago because like Brandy said how her twin was bringing up, um, ooh, I lost my train of thought, um, your twin was mentioning, hey, did you, the, the telepathy, right? Uh, when we started mm-hmm. noticing our twin telepathy, 
and things of that nature, I, I started probing, like, do you believe, like, that, do you believe in soulmates, right? Um, I had to bring it down to something he could recognize. And I'm like, hey, there's something way better than soulmates, you know. It was in the Bible. What God has brought together, no man could asunder, like, you know, that's us. And he's like, oh, yeah, I always knew that. Like, <laughs> it just, it clicked in. I always knew that. Yeah, I told you all your life that you was my wife. I was like, boy, I always thought you was playing, but okay, I believe you now. Like, <laughs> I always thought you were just trying to get in my pants, you know? <laughs> wow. Well, well, I want to give opportunity to get on the line. So I want right. to thank Michelle for calling in and sharing your your testament of your twin flame journey. Please um, stay tuned because we will be picking a lucky caller to get a twin flame reading. Okay, so um, okay. Thank you, I'll, thank you for having me on. All right, we'll have a bye. Tamika, we are here. It is. 29 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and this is Twin Flame Radio. For those of you, I just see um, a lot of people just came in and tuned in. Um, this is Brandy, Brandy with an I-E, Mullen with an E-N-O-S, and I have here my co-host, the wonderful turn-up queen herself, Tamika Kent Boyd out of Atlanta, Georgia. She out there in the A. Um, I feel like every time I say that, I want to, like, do, like, the A-Town stuff or, like, do, like, the, I don't even know, like, I just want to, like, peace turn up, it A-Town down. Right, pizza, A-Town, right, right. In the future, we're going to have a, a music to the show in the future. I'll just speak it into existence that it is so we can have, like, some, uh, we could just jam out for a second and just party on. But I want to go to our next caller that's been waiting patiently on the line. And this person is from Michigan also. And I'm going to go ahead and unmute the lines. This is Talk Shoe Radio, and this is uh, Goddess Light Empowerment Radio, and this is Twin Flame Radio on your Tuesday Mars Energy. And how are you doing, um, caller from Michigan? Hi, how are you? Hey, Brandy, it's Carla. Hi, Carla, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Hi, Tamika. I'm enjoying the show. Hi, Carla. <laughs> Welcome on. Thank you. Well, thank you for listening and calling in. Yeah, I needed to. Y'all gave me a lot of insight and as I was listening to both of you talk about, um, especially just you, Brandy, like, I mean, I think you and I have had a conversation, not, you know, um, about my journey. And I'm like, come on, Archangel Michael, cut the cords. And I'm like, God, why is he here? No, I asked him to go away. And, I mean, (laughs) either he's running or I'm running. And lately I've been running because it's just like I'm finding out stuff. And I'm like, nope, I'm not dealing with this. Nope, you got to come correct. You got to come better than this. So just go away. Leave me alone. And I'm feeling strong and standing in that strength. And and then all of a sudden I'm just sucked back in like a like a vacuum, you know, like a power back. And it's like <laughs> No. <laughs> and and I mean, just listening to you guys, it's like 
Okay, so I guess the spring spring journey stuff is real, you know? <laughs> yeah. I didn't believe in soulmates and that stuff like that. I just, I'm like, mm, okay. But we met, okay, so I'm going to start from the beginning. Um, we met 12 years ago working together. Um, he was a dishwasher. I was a server. And at the time, um, he had he had. He had a baby mama. She was pregnant, you know, and it was just like, oh, no, I don't want nothing to do with this. And he had a record, and it was like, I definitely don't want nothing to do with that. And, you know, it was like, okay, nope, 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 you stay over there. And somehow, just like after our first encounter of hanging out, it was just like, he just felt like, wow, like, oh, you just finished my sentences. You know exactly what I'm about to say before I say it. And this was 12 years ago, and our in, our dealing with each other was so brief at that point in time. It was maybe less than two, three months. And um, I just remember being so heartbroken afterwards, like heartbroken like I had never, ever, ever felt. So fast forward, okay, so like I said, he had been in trouble, he had been in jail, and at that time he was, he had, he was on probation. He had just gotten out of jail. He hadn't been out of jail six months. And um. Long story short, he ended up getting back into some trouble. So he ended up going back to jail after we stopped dealing with each other. He was on the run for a couple years, and, you know, he ended up going back to jail. So fast forward to 2017, um, one of our mutual friends called us. He was like, hey, such and such want to get back in touch with you. I bumped into, you know, I talked to him, and I was like, no, I don't want to talk to him. I was like, I'm not mad. I'm not angry, but I'm just not interested in revisiting the past. And then, you know, the more we talk, I go, oh, yeah, I guess you can give him my number. It's not going to hurt nothing. And he didn't call right away. So I was like, okay, I was relieved. I was like, well, good. I'm glad he didn't call. And he called like three weeks later, you know, and it caught me off guard because I was on break for work. And it was just like, oh, hey, how you doing? And he was just like, you sound the same. Gosh, I missed him. I'm like, how? What? Where are you coming with this? And it was just like, okay, well, that's sweet and all, and he wanted to see me, and it was just like, I'm like, no, I don't think you need to see me. I mean, I'm fine. How you doing? Good to hear from you, you know, but he still, it was just like this this sweetness in him that just sounded the same, and I ended up seeing him three days later, you know, and it was just, it was just like on since then. It's just been like a whirlwind, and he still he he seems to have this karmic tie with his his child's mother, you know. Like he's been in prison, um, he can't see his son right now, and as I don't know, I mean, he's he's just got this karmic relationship. But he just I don't him and I just can't seem to leave each other alone. And I I'm like I don't know. That's where we're at now, and I keep trying to get out of this and and. Sucking me back in, and okay, so that's it. <laughs> that's the gist of it right now. You know, just he's Mister Finish my sentences, and and we just have this energy, and he just looks at me. Oh, and did I mention we worked back at the same restaurant we used to work at twelve years ago? We both went back there, and I just, you know, and um, it's crazy. I mean, we have so many synchronicities from the same music and. And just different different ideas, and I mean, we just have so many parallels 
of things in common. It's just crazy, you know, and he'll, he'll be like, I know you're my wife and, you know, and I've even had crazy thoughts, what I call crazy, which I probably shouldn't. But it's just like, like he's a face that I want to see before I die. You know, like if I was sick and I was dying, I would want to see his face along with my kids' faces. And I'm like, why am I thinking like that? That seems so crazy. Like I'm not handling all this intensity and vulnerability in these emotions very well. Well, thank you for sharing that. Tamika, what you got over there, girlfriend? I, I feel you staring over there. Uh, yeah, I, I just say to you, I just feel like it's time to surrender. I know I went through the same phase, running back and forth, the turbulence, and just being tired, just being tired. And I noticed the moment I surrendered, I'm like, okay, if this is, the person that's my twin flame, which I knew it was, although I was still in denial a little bit. I, I, at that moment, I surrendered to myself, my twin, and my divine purpose on this earth. Um, and I really just started working on me. And the moment I decided to surrender to purpose, like I said, my twin got um, incarcerated. He was facing like 11 years. I really started spiritual work and, I wrote him prayers, and he started saying the prayers of 11 years. I mean, this is definitely divine intervention, got dropped down to, like, eight months, and it's just like, wow. Um, but I really feel like by doing that, like, we are in a phase of separation just so that we can work on ourselves. Hold on, I got a kid in my hair right now. Sorry. Close my door, baby. Um, and... I feel like it will be better moving forward um, because I am going in clearing out karma and really working on myself um, so that it won't have to be so turbulent. And I think the first step into, like, getting rid of all that turbulence and that running and chasing phase is just to surrender. Like, I'm not going to do this anymore. You are who you are to me. So let's do what we need to do on this earth right now. Let, let's stop the games. Let's stop playing. Let's let's just do what we're here for. So I'm going to surrender to my purpose. So that's what I say to that. Okay. Oh, that really yes. resonates. I definitely feel like that. And, it's you know, that's just another divine message because this morning, you know, as I was leaving his house, and it was just like I just had this thought, like, you know, I changed, I, I'm always, if I'm mad at him or whatever I'm feeling, I'm changing his contact name in my phone. So <laughs> I just put him as love. And I'm like, because without any attachments or, or without trying to box this and make this something that I think it should be at this moment in time, I know what we are in our purest form to each other is love. So you saying that about surrendering is just like, wow, okay, that's just a message, definitely, about me surrendering and just working on me. Surrender, start focusing on you, girl. (laughs) It'll get better. And, And that is the truth. That is so true, Tamika. Like, you know, and what she said, I just concur with, 
like um i I remember on our journey, I was going through the same thing on my journey where um you know I was mad at him because of the things that like the expectations that I had based off of societal norms or uh, what I thought that other people would judge me based on, like, you know, why, like, like you're supposed to be the spiritual awesome woman. Like, why are you putting yourself in this situation? And I remember trying to live my life where other people would know that I was strong because I didn't want nobody thinking that I had low self-esteem because I was in this situation, like, that I wasn't learning to love myself. And I remember I came to, I remember when when he wasn't, when he was mirroring to me things that I didn't like, because we, we, we've had fun times. It's been fun. It's been one, you know, we have wonderful times, and then all of a sudden we get together, and it's like, you know, the mirroring is happening, which is, which is great. I, I appreciate it now. But I remember, like, focusing on myself completely to the point to where I started taking myself out to, like, because I, I was like, you know, how come you're not taking me out to, to dinner all the time? And how can, like, when I, because I told myself, like, when I get into my next relationship, he's going to be this, he's going to have to be this. He's going to have, like, a checklist. Remember that show, Chili's Check, Chili, uh, For the Love of Chili yeah. or mm-hmm. Chili's? what Chili wants. That's what it was. And I remember she had like this checklist and you know, she had Pisces and, uh, you know, and I'm a Pisces. So she had this checklist of stuff like you had to be this, 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 and this. And so I literally had the same type of checklist. And I remember me and my homegirl was watching it. This is around the time I met my twin. Well, around the time that me and my twin had just like started getting together. And I remember I was sitting there and I was just agreeing with her and I was just like, you got to come like this. So when he wasn't coming that way, I would be kicking him to the curb, just like you said, like, I'm not putting up with this shit. Like, I'm not uh-huh. doing I'm not doing that. <laughs> now, then all of a sudden, I remember when um, my best friend looked over at me and she was like, Brandy, all those conditions and all of those expectations you have is going to keep you single, right? Because I was trying to, I was trying to date, but he was the next person I dated, which was my twin flame, which I wasn't even trying to run into nothing like spiritual or anything. And um, I was like, "What? What you mean?" She was like, "Yeah, all that stuff right there, those are expectations, and that's gonna keep you um, by yourself or whatever." And I was like, "Whatever, like you know, like I, I'm not putting up with nothing." So anyway, make a long story short. Um, I remember I started because what he wasn't doing, I was like, you know what, I'm going to do for myself. I'm not going to do it because I I remember there was a time in my life in the relationships before my twin flame where if they told me that they mama made grits a certain way, I was going to make them grits like they mama made them. Or if they wanted me to walk around the house with um, a certain type of lingerie on, you know what I mean, and, like, bust it wide open to, like, you can't return, you know what I mean? I was going to do that for them. I was going to twerk. I was going to dance. I was going to entertain. I'm like, Beyonce, I came to entertain, right? And I would, like, do all this stuff when I would have a man in my life. And then what I realized is that, like, I was changing myself so much just to have a man. These are not 
not even things that I did authentically for myself. I didn't do any of these things for myself. Uh, I barely was shaving at the time. On t- like I would let myself like go, you know what I mean. And then all of a sudden, I got a date. I got a man. I got to shave, like you know what I mean. And when I got with my twin flame, and like he was mirroring to me things that I didn't like, spirit was like, "You everything that you're looking for from him, you better do for yourself." So I remember like the the goddess bath that you guys see I do online or whatever, I started doing that because it was like my sacred time for myself. I started literally I would turn on some beyond I would I would um I started losing weight for the first time in my life, not to be attractive to the eye of a man, but to be like so that I could feel better within myself and be healthy. I started um you know, buying myself lingerie and not inviting no man over and walking around my house um, either with that or butt-ass naked, um, listening to Rihanna and Beyonce, twerking in the mirror, talking about, like, um, you know what I mean? Like, I I literally was, like, learning to love myself and to love my own sexuality, taking myself out to dinner, taking myself to the movies. I started doing all this stuff because what I realized was that, like, you know, a lot of times in relationships, we only do this stuff anyway to get somebody. And then, like, I've seen a lot of men be like, um, yeah, she did all this stuff before I met her, like, when I first was meeting her. Now we live together, and, like, she don't look nothing or do nothing like she did in the beginning. And so, like, I was like, you know, regardless of if this man's going to stay around or not, or I don't know what's happening because we was running and chasing, what I had to do was love on me. And what I had to do was, like, look at myself in the mirror and start telling myself, I am beautiful, I am beautiful, I am awesome, I am amazing, like, I am the blessing. Like, I had to put the work in. And that was just only the beginning because, like, literally just not even, like, uh, what was it, six months to six to six to ten months ago, I had to go through a whole nother phase where I had to release all of these past, like all of my past relationships, and and go all the way down in my childhood and figure out what needed to be released and let go of, so that I could let something in. Because to be honest, I never was ready to let nothing in because, like, I had no room for nothing in because I had never released anything. And that's why he kept mirroring to me until I got sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired, and I would blame him, look at him, why are you acting like that, why are you doing that? Nine times out of ten, it was all for my betterment for me to go in and to clear out everything that was not good so that he can come in. He couldn't come in. I had too much crap. So like what Tamika said was the truth. And I stand by what Tamika was saying, and I hope that does help you. It does. It does, definitely. I mean, I definitely need to do some work on probably releasing the energy from other failed, toxic, you know, damaging relationships. And I definitely do feel like he... He triggers some things in me, like jealousy and, you know, insecurity. Like, I mean, just, mm, I'm like, I have never been this jealous in my life. Like, what is going on? Like, I can usually say, hey, if you want to make me jealous, I'm going to cut my losses and go. You're not going to make me jealous, you know, like, but, um, yeah, he's, he's triggering some stuff in me, definitely. And I, I am realizing it's, it's some stuff that needs to be healed, but. 
this call was very therapeutic. <laughs> I, I don't I don't feel alone. <laughs> I don't feel alone and I don't feel crazy. Like this is crazy. This twin flame stuff. No, that's just dealing with toxic people and and you know, and it's just like why can't why won't he go away? And you know, it's like he comes to me in my dreams. And it's not like it's me dreaming about him because I'm always having dreams, but it's like I can hear him, like he's physically here, like I hear him audibly talking to me when he's not here. And it's just like, this is too much, God. Archangel Michael, didn't we say cut the cord? <laughs> you know, like, why would you send him in broken like this? But, okay, all right, I'm not going to just sound like a broken record. <laughs> Well, it's okay, honey. Sometimes you get to talk it out. That's a part of releasing also, and you finally have some people around you that are like are, are like minded. So it makes it easier for us to release and let go of um, what we what we think is supposed to be happening. And and Tamika, um, she keeps she said she's been giving us all these wonderful words of of um, of light, like to surrender, surrender, surrender to the process. Surrender. Yeah. That's how you know it's time to surrender when you cut the cord and the cord hasn't been cut. And I, I know <laughs> one thing about most people in their twin flame journey, we all cut the cord. Like, that's something I noticed we all have in common, and we realize, like, hold up. You know, and that really goes back to, uh, you know, the scripture, you know, what God has yeah. brought together, let no man asunder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you said that, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, I tried to cut the cord. I'm like, why are you here? <laughs> right, mad at God. Like, come on now, angels, spirit, guys, y'all supposed to have my back. Y'all supposed to be protecting me. How did he get in here? Why am I I'm real dramatic at times, so, but yeah. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, that, that's, that's literally how it goes down, though. Exactly like that. If anybody was wondering. <laughs> so, Carla, thank you so yeah, much for coming in. You yeah. have been blessing, and we just want to thank you for tuning in. And um, you know, stay tuned because we're going to give out a free reading. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Right, thanks, for Carla. The call. It's been awesome. Okay. Bye. Bye. Yes, we're almost there. We're almost at the two-hour mark. I wanted to um, – I, I don't know what you thought about this, but, you know, with all of this energy of us, um, you know, we're talking, we've been talking about some wonderful things of surrendering to the process and getting away from societal norms and understanding. And that was so powerful what you said, sis. What man or what would have been put together? Like no man, not even yourself, can even end this relationship. No, it's real. I mean, we know this. We all yeah. know this because we try to yeah. have cords and we just had enough. And right. You know, when you're at that point, you just surrender. <laughs> right. So I wanted to do like a little meditation before we um, we leave because I feel as if we need to attune to the frequencies of the universe right now of the 22 galaxies. Uh, we need to connect to uh, Mother Gaia. Today is the new, be- it's a new beginning today. It is 
the first day of spring, even though it's cold as uh, I'll get out here. But, you know, I'm still thankful for uh, first day of spring and the energy of seeds being planted and being able to see the manifestation and the harvest and and being able to see, like, um, the wonderful energies of life being being restored. And I want life to be restored in our twin flame, in each and every person who's listening, in in our twin flame journeys, where the the, the leaves on the leaves are, are are growing on our on our on our spiritual trees, where we are the tree, we are the vine and the branches, because we are one with the divine. And like you know, where we can imagine life coming from our twin flame journey, where we have fruit coming from our essence instead of us always mirroring to each other what is negative, um, if we release, if we go ahead personally and release what already is negative within us without having to be, you know, like really this is like a last resort of spirit. Like, look, I gave you time to try to figure it out. You haven't figured it out. I got to dig deep to get this stuff out of you because you have a calling and a purpose. And I know each and every person um, who is of this frequency of energy of the twin flames, we've all kind of incarnated here this lifetime um, in this incarnation for such a time as this. I think it's important that we understand that, uh, one, that the calling on our lives, not just with ourselves, but with our twin flames is amazing. Like we are going to go in the earth and change lives. And that's one thing we have to understand is that regardless of the mirroring and the and the chasing and the running, like there's a bigger focus here. And the bigger focus is to um, help to take this earth from a 3D mindset to a 5D mindset in this incarnation. Right now, we are teaching people how to unconditional, unconditionally love each other and how, like, what, what the divine has put together, let no man, not even yourself, be able to asunder true marriage, the true energy of, of real marriage. And when you said that, sis, that was, like, so powerful. I had, like, chills. Mm-hmm. I also want to say that we're also in the energy of balance. Yes. The light of night and day are equal, and that's something that we, that is our number one goal um, in the twin flame journey is to restore that balance within ourselves first so that it can be restored on the earth, both the masculine and feminine divine energy. So yes. uh, it's wonderful. We're about to meditate. And... Yes. Yes. I, I'm, I'm, like, giving you a high five over there. The balance of the energy of the divine masculine, the divine feminine energy, and then, you know, understanding that what I'm thinking about my twin flame, even if we feel like, well, they're not here right now, we're separated, they don't know what I'm thinking, yeah, that twin flame telepathy is real. So sometimes we're creating, we keep creating the same energy over and over again because in this earth realm, one thing we have to understand is that unless we're ready to, we're ready to, like unless we understand a lesson, we're going to continue to repeat that lesson over and over and over again until we learn the lesson. And as we see with the running and the chasing, you know, there's a bigger lesson in all of this, and it's us accepting our mastership 
in this lifetime of us being, like you said, the balance of the equilibrium of the left brain and the right brain, us understanding who we are in atonement with the divine, that is key on this journey. If you right now, I feel like it's, this is an altar call right now. That's what I felt like I was going into the altar call. Like if right now you have not accepted yourself as the divine masculine and the divine feminine energy, the left brain and the right brain, you understanding your mastership and that you have a purpose and a destiny within yourself that before you were formed in your mother's womb, the divine knew you and appointed you to be prophetess and prophets to the nation that you're supposed to be here with a divine purpose. You, 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 you actually signed up for this. You signed up to be here. So, the first step in order for you to awaken to this twin flame journey is to understand who thy are, to thine own self be true. Understanding that I signed up to be here as a volunteer on this earth to be an example to others of unconditional love, that a love, that a bond that can't be broken, that when we come together, we create magic. We create magic. I want each and every one of you under the sound of my voice right now to imagine your twin flame right now. It seems like everybody here, even if you're not um, in, in um, like maybe you don't even know who your twin flame is, you, you feel him coming or you feel her coming and you don't quite know who they are, but I still want you to, um, I want you in your mind's eye in your imagination right now, because the imagination is the spiritual realm, I want you to imagine your twin flame right now in your mind's eye, in your imagination. And I want you to imagine that you both are walking in the energy of the divine masculine and the divine feminine energy. You are logical and intellect and intelligence. And on the other hand, you are creativity you are um, emotion, you are intuition, and you're using all of this to benefit the earth. And I want you to see yourself as that master, see yourself ready to fulfill your purpose. Feel that energy of what it would feel like to fulfill your purpose right now. And then I want you to think about your twin flame, and I want you to give them that same respect of seeing them as the master, see them being beneficial to this earth realm, seeing them letting go of the matrix energy and seeing them where they have always been, who they have always been before the foundations of this earth, removing all judgment from that twin flame, removing all insecurities about your journey, just being whole together as one entity where the two of you can go and put your hands to the soil and put your hands to the water and breathe in and blow it and see the manifestation because of the fire within your spirit, understanding that you are the spark of light of the divine, both of you, that you guys are both star seeds, that you all are not of this earth. When we begin to see our twin flame as a part of this earth, 
we keep them in bondage and we keep the cycle continuing. I want you to see your twin flame free right now from all negativity. And I want you to see yourself free of all negativity. I want you to see your twin flame and look at them in the highest regards. And I want you to begin to give thanksgiving, to give thanksgiving and gratitude for them being on the journey and understanding that everything that they've shown me has been for my greatest benefit. But now I want you to allow yourself to see each other in each other's greatness. I want you to imagine that you all are both perfect energy of the divine, mirror images of the divine energy. I want you to see that now. I want you to imagine yourself having a wonderful time with your with your mate without the conditions, without the expectations. Release that now. See yourself freeing yourself of that energy. And I call upon the divine masculine, the divine feminine energy of the universe. I call upon the 22 galaxies. I call upon right now who we've always been, the Arcturian Light Council. We call upon you right now. We call upon north, south, east, and west, earth, air, fire, and water, Archangel Uriel, Archangel Michael, Archangel Raphael, and Archangel Gabriel. We welcome you here right now and the energy of us raising our frequency once and for all, that we are walking in the image and the likeness of you. We are brand new. Old things have literally passed away at this very moment. As I say this, I literally see the chains that have been holding us to the three-dimensional consciousness literally leaving off of our legs and off of our arms. As we do that, I call upon St. Germain and I call upon Lady Portia, which is which are both twin flames, to invoke the spiritual twin with the violet flame and fill the twin flame, the, the spiritual twin flame with the violet flame. And then the matrix twin, we now see them engulfed in the energy of the violet flame. I ask St. Germain to stand behind the masculine energy, and I ask Lady Portia to stand within the feminine energy right behind. Put your hands on our backs and breathe the violet flame into our solar plexus and let it penetrate from all 12 chakras or activate it now. I speak it into existence, and it is so. And I speak into existence right now that Metatron is literally filling each and every one of us with white platinum light for aiding in our ascension. And I speak now that it will not take years for the union to happen between you and your flame, but I speak into existence that with this violet flame energy that is filling both of us right now, both energies of the feminine and the masculine um, energies, and the male and female energies. And then I see here also Metatron coming in with that white platinum light filling us both, that it literally is cleansing all past life karma 
now, and I speak into existence right now by the power invested through me, by the divine masculine, divine feminine energy, that both twins, whether spiritual or matrix, is now free. And I speak to the subconscious mind and the unconscious mind that even when we begin to remember or try to remember what it felt like, the familiarity of having all this past life karma just even trying to remember what it felt like to have the energies of the runner and the chaser, I speak right now that we will not be able to remember it, that it's being transmuted right now by Archangel Michael, cut the cords right now, go around each and every flame. And then I see a wonderful um, blue light of energy coming down from the core of the earth I call upon the star earth chakra right now, and I see from the flame the blue light, the blue light coming in to each of the flames and engulfing the flames where it was orange and it was like shining brightly. Now it's engulfed and now it is blue energy, and it is being transmitted by the energies of the star earth chakra. I speak it into existence, and it is so for both flames. And right now, what we're going to do is we're going to do a breathing exercise where we attune to the frequencies of this. And I speak into existence that even if there is anything that's left over, that it is very minute and very misdemeanor, and we will be prompted, both souls, to get rid of that which no longer serves us, both souls. And I speak that... We, the name of the Matrix Twin, we are now, I am now cancel clearing and deleting that name. We will no longer call this soul a Matrix Twin. We are now a part of the 12th dimensional consciousness. Both souls are both now one in the 12th, in the 12th dimensional energy. I speak it into existence, and it is so. So with that being said, we're going to breathe in, and we're going to hold it to the count of 11, and we're going to let it go. We're going to do another breath, and we're going to breathe in to the count of 22, and we're going to breathe out, and then we're going to breathe in, hold it to the count of 33. And I speak into existence right now that we're ushering in the energy of the equilibrium balance of having the masculine and feminine energy within both souls so that we can match each other and be one. I speak into existence that the master number 22 is about us building monuments and kingdoms and queendoms of, of being able to help in the, fi- in the fifth dimensional energy. We will bring heaven unto earth as on earth as it is in heaven. Um, as above, so below. We are walking in that energy and that manifestation. And then we're both souls are walking in the 33 energy of the Christ consciousness, where we are here and we are killing off our flesh and order and crucifying our flesh and going into our own personal hell and taking the key. And that's what we're doing right now. We are going down in our own personal hell and we are taking the key and we are open, and we are leaving, we're going down to the underworld because this is the season, this is the spring equinox. The spring equinox is all about where the darkness and the light is now balanced, where now all of a sudden, just like Jesus had, um, had died and then went down to hell and grabbed the keys and then ascended, that's what we're doing on today. 
we are going down into the energy of what has kept our twin, the twin flame energy being separated, and we are now one. We're going down and getting the keys out of all of that energy of that um, past life karma, etheric and karmic. We are then taking the keys and we're opening the door for other people so that their unions can come into existence quickly, suddenly, and rapidly. Ashe, amen, namaste, and so mote it be. So on the count of three, breathe in, hold it to the count of 11, breathe out. Go ahead, as soon as you get done that breath, go to the 22 energy and go to the 33. And I speak into existence right now that when we do that, I speak that we are now one with our twin flame. We will no longer look at ourselves as separated, but we are one. On the count of three, one, two, three, breathe in. Whenever you're ready, take that another breath. Go ahead now. And then whenever you're ready, take the 33 breath and know that all things are completed now. Breathe in. Ashe, amen, namaste, and so mote it be. So, I don't know, I'm going to wait for a second. I don't know if Tamika's done her breath. So I just want to um, say thank you to all of you who have tuned in. Um, Tamika, how are you feeling over there, girlfriend? I'm feeling amazing. We're ushered in some great energy. I thank you for having me, and I thank all our listeners for tuning in. We look forward to seeing everyone again. Yes, definitely, definitely. We um, just come back every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tamika, tell them how to get in touch with you. How can they find you and, um, and connect with you through social media, online? Okay, through social media, I'm Namaste Goddess on Instagram. I do not currently have a um, Facebook page up. I had went off the map with social media, but um, Namaste underscore goddess, that is N as in Nancy, A-M as in Mary, A-S-L-A-Y underscore goddess. Okay, you can connect with me on Instagram at that particular page at any given time. 
Um, I also have an email address, Tamika, T as in Tom, A-M as in Mary, I-E-K-A dot Kent, K-E-N as in Nancy T, at gmail.com. You can always reach out to me there as well. Wonderful, wonderful. So don't forget that it's namaste underscore goddess is on Instagram. Did I say that right? Yes, ma'am. Um, namaste, like I and I slay, and I slay. Namaste underscore goddess on Instagram. And then you said, say your email address one more time, Tamika. Tamika, T-A-M as in Mary, I-E-K-A dot Kent, like Clark Kent at gmail.com. Wonderful. So thank you so much. And, um, you know, I just want to tell you that, like, this show has been amazing doing it with you. I can't wait till next week. Um, I'm just, like, totally excited about, you know, the next journey um, of, of our – I feel like it's going to be amazing next week also. I can't wait. I want to thank all of you for tuning in. I want to tell you that I did go ahead and I did a um, raffle. So um, I wanted to, uh, like, put some na- the names of what I the people who I see here in a hat because I wanted to be fair. And the person who won the free Twin Flame reading for today is – Michigan, Michigan, which was Carla, um, you did win the free Twin Flame reading this week. So yay for you. Turn up. Yay. Congrats, Carla. Carla, congratulations. And uh, make sure you contact me. Uh, My name is Brandy, Brandy with an I-E, Mullen with an E-N-O-S. You can find me on Facebook under Brandy with an I-E, Mullen with an E-N-O-S. Please add my fan page. I have a fan page on Facebook, and the name is Master Prophetess Brandy Mullen. It's my business page. Go ahead and um, like that also. I'm on Instagram under Miss Pisces 0304 because my birthday is March the 4th, so that's Miss Pisces 0304. And also I'm on Twitter under B for Brandy, Miss Pisces 27. So that's B, Miss Pisces 27. Also, if you would like to check out any services that I have, because I am an intuitive healer, I am the creator of the um, healing modality from broken to virtuous energy healing that was channeled into the earth in 2017. Um, I am the I am the creator of that healing modality, and I am the uh, founder of it and master teacher a master trainer right now. I am looking for people to be facilitators of from broken to virtuous energy healing. So if you're interested in that, if you're also interested in looking at any services that I have, go to Goddess Brandy, that's Brandy with an I-E, goddessbrandy.wixsite.com forward slash Oshun, like the goddess Oshun of love, beauty, prosperity, and fertility. So that is goddessbrandy.wixsite, W-I-X-S-I, X as in like xylophone, W-I-X-S-I-T-E dot com forward slash Oshun. And you will be able to check out the services, check out my bio, check out my blogs right there on that website. Also, um, you can contact me there for any readings. I have twin flame readings, intuitive readings, basic intuitive, 
mediumship, past life regression, um, activation. I have also intuitive uh, wellness counseling, um, coaching, I'm sorry, that's funny, it should be counseling, um, intuitive wellness coaching. If you're looking to work in your gifts and the purpose on your life, you're looking to learn how to work with um, increasing your psychic gifts because you have to practice those gifts. You have, you know, I'm the girl for the job. Go ahead and contact me at goddessbrandy.wixsite.com forward slash Oshun. Um, also, um, you know, this show is every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time by calling 724-444-7444, which I love all those fours. That's a really amazing 444s. So 724-444-7444, extension 22030-POUND. And if it's going to say if you're not a TalkShoe member, press 1 in pound. You're going to do that. If you want to listen online, it's www.talkshoe.com dot com forward slash tc forward slash two two zero three zero pound so that's how you can reach myself so tamika do you have any last words for all of our wonderful beautiful flames out there this today um i i don't have anything additional i just want to leave everybody with kind love healing and blessings namaste and namaste to you and um, have a wonderful rest of your um, spring celebration. And she said it best. Have a wonderful rest of your spring um, celebration. Um, really honor Mother Gaia. Connect with Mother Gaia. Even just go out and just touch the air and just know that it is the energy of Mother Gaia. Or like even just go and touch the ground for a second and just say thank you for this living organism that we live on that she feeds and clothes us. You know, it's important that we honor this living organism that we live on. She is the dark matter. She is the mother goddess. She is mother earth. She is all, and we are one and in atonement with her, and we need to honor that and begin to um, honor her in everything that we do because we are in a crucial time in this earth realm where we are upgrading from the three-dimensional to the 5D, and it's important that we um, consume as much as Mother Gaia as possible so that we can be walking in the frequency and the image and the energy of of her so that we can help be exactly, um, do go on assignments to do exactly what needs to be done in the earth. So until next week on Tuesday at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I want you all to have a fabulous night. Um, namaste, as uh, Tamika would say, and have a wonderful night. Bye-bye.